Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zazlo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zazlo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. 
That's 800-747-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zazlo Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zazlo Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zazlo Show 2.0. Alright, welcome. Zazlo Show 2.0. It is a Monday, the 27th of February. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast. Love having you guys hang out with us to start your week. We're going to try and start your week off right. We got a lot to get to here. It was an awful Sports Weekend. Awful, awful South Florida Sports Weekend. We'll recap everything for sure. Like we do on Mondays now, since there's no football season, we'll have your full NBA rundown. We'll recap everything going on with the association, the league where the players don't try and they don't play. So we'll get to that coming up, of course. And we got to recap what took place as far as uh, all of our sports teams over the weekend were shit except for Inter-Miami. Inter-Miami of all the teams. 
And I already had some folks who were sending me messages saying, Zaslow, how did it go? What happened when you told your wife that you kept the Inter-Miami season tickets? So let's start right there. This is what happened. So if you didn't tune into the show on Friday, you could always go back and listen to past episodes of Zaslow Show 2.0. But if you were not listening... Inter-Miami had their opener on Saturday. They had their, it was their season opener, all right? They won 2 nothing against Montreal. Uh, they played great. They looked really good. And so I told my wife months ago, I'm not renewing the Inter-Miami tickets. And, and it, was, it was per her request, really. Number one, expensive. Well, I mean, it's not, it's not expensive for, like, like, the value is really good. But just in general, season tickets for anything is expensive. So you understand what I'm saying. So number one, expensive. And number two, I just don't go enough. And, I mean, last year, it was like 19 home games. I probably went to like three games. I don't go enough. And the, 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 main, the main reason that I, I didn't go a lot last year, I'm doing the Heat games. Well, now I'm not doing the Heat games, so I'm going to be able to go to a lot more games. But that's neither here nor there. That, that's not the conversation that we're having right now. The conversation is, I told my wife, that I gave up the tickets. How do I explain to her that I'm going to the game on Saturday night and it's because I still have season tickets? So my plan was, all right, I'll invite my friend over, my friend who I split the tickets with. I'm going to invite my friend over on Friday night. We'll have some drinks. We'll watch sports. Both the Heat and Panthers lost last night. that night. Sucked, sucked. But anyway, <coughs> excuse me. So... I'm going to invite my friend over, and I'm going to tell my wife in front of him. So this way, it can't become like a whole scene, you know? She's not going to get so mad in front of company. So I I want to tell her in front of my friend. And my friend actually tried to take the blame. I was like, no, 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 no. It was me. It was me. It was me. So he would be a good friend. He was trying to take the blame. So my wife obviously was not pleased about it. But I told her, I'm like, listen, we already paid for it. It's already been paid for, so you don't have to worry. But she was pissed because it was dishonest of me, obviously. And it was also, I guess, technically irresponsible of me. Although, I kind of knew I was keeping them. So I guess overall, it's dishonest of me. I already told you my plan. The plan is, Inter-Miami's going to get messy. And, and my wife loves messy, Argentina. And her family's Argentina. And, and they're going to get messy, and everyone's going to think, oh, Zaslo, you're so smart for keeping those tickets. You're, you're, such a, you're such a good husband. I love you so much. So anyway, that hasn't happened yet. So she was unhappy, but, and, and like she was even annoyed the next morning. But I think telling her in front of my friend was the right move. It cooled the reaction a little bit. And, and ultimately, it was like, she says, now I owe her. All right. So I owe her. All right. Maybe... Maybe I'll give her extra sex. I don't know. All right, we'll see how I feel. I owe her now. So it, it, it went okay telling her. One great, but it went okay. It probably went better than I thought it was going to go. So it went all right telling her. Went to the Inter-Miami game Saturday night. They played awesome. It was a lot of fun. I, now, now, there were some issues, okay? Number one, and I know that there were tweets about this. People were saying this. The traffic situation is horrendous. We're in year number four at that stadium. They can't figure it out. It's, it's not a well-run franchise. 
I already told you, from the, like, the communications department's a disaster. How do they not invite a media member who is also a season... Ino- you know I'm an inaugural season ticket holder? A media member who is an inaugural season ticket holder. They don't invite out to a media soccer game? It, they're so stupid, alright? Their communications department sucks. And, by the way, I, I reached out to member services last week. Because here's the thing with Intermi- not just Intermiami... MLS now is on Apple Plus. It's on Apple TV. That's how you get the games. None of the games now are going to be on CBS 4, My 33, what have you. They're, if Inter Miami's on a national game like FS1 or Fox, which I doubt they're on very often, that you'll get that game. But otherwise, all the games are on a pay service. So that kind of sucks. I don't really understand that. You figure the way... To, I, I'm sure MLS get a ton of money for it, but the way to continue growing the game is not make people... Not be able to watch the games. Not not make people have to pay a subscription. <clears throat> so anyway, excuse me. Uh, so I, I, I sent an email to member services last week. Because here's the thing. If you're a season ticket holder, and you may not know this because I just found it out. If you're a season ticket holder, you get a passcode to be able to... to you, like you, the MLS season pass to watch on TV comes with your season tickets. So... I don't know what my passcode is. I, I didn't know about it, so it definitely got lost in the mail, in the email for me. So I sent a message to the member services last week. I'm yet to hear from them. I doubt I'm ever going to hear from them. It, it, as, as a franchise as a whole, I, I love the going to the games. Obviously, I watch every game. The, the franchise, like, as an organization, Inter Miami sucks. And we're in year number four. And they can't figure out the traffic situation. Not, and it's not even that the parking is bad. I ended up parking in the... Orange lot. So I had a little bit of a walk to the stadium. I, I don't mind that. It was okay. It wasn't that bad. None of the parking attendants knew what the hell was going on. And the traffic to get to the parking is a disaster. Again, year number four. Year number four. And people were still in a log jam of traffic when the game kicked off. You can't, they can't have that. People aren't going to come to games. People are going to stop going to games. If you don't, like, year number four of the parking situation, can't figure it out. People do not want to pay for tickets and miss the first 10, 15 minutes because they're sitting in their car because you can't figure out the streets, the traffic, the parking, the lots. It's a disaster. It's not surprising. Like I told you, that organization does not have their shit together. So, I I think for me, though, and and I, I got there, like, right at kickoff, all right? But still... I waited in a lot of traffic. It was really annoying, really frustrating. And so I think the move is just to avoid that. I'm going to get there like over an hour earlier. I'd rather get there a ton early, have a couple beers, than sit in that traffic. So I think that's the way I'm going to handle it next time. That's the way I will suggest you guys handle it next time. Otherwise, game's great. Game's fun. Going into Miami games are fun. And they looked awesome on Saturday night. It was close to a packed house. And they dominated. They were up two nothing. Now they won two nothing. Excuse me. Now I do want to. I, I, I do want to add this real quick, and then we're going to get to the bad stuff from the weekend. So I noticed when I was going through my season tickets. Now there's Lionel Messi rumors out there all over the place, and I'm going over my season tickets and I'm looking through the games, and they only have my games up until like June 5th, the first you know I guess half of the season. The rest of my tickets, like, they're they're not there yet. And they're not even single-game tickets available for games after June 5th. And I thought that was weird. And then I see 
that the Lionel Messi rumors are that his contract is up in June, June, when these second half of the tickets for Inter-Miami are not available yet. And there's all kinds of smoke out there about Messi. Is it possible? Oh, and by the way, Gonzalo Higuain, who retired, wore number 10 last year. There's no number 10 on the team right now. Anyway, that's not as interesting to me as there not being tickets available yet for games after June. Is it possible that Inter Miami's like, not that they know Messi's coming, but they think there's a chance, so they're not selling the second, they're not selling games after June because they want to wait for the Messi announcement and wait for Messi making a debut. And then those ticket prices are going to be jacked up. Now, I don't have a problem with that. If you're going to get messy, you should jack up the ticket prices. But is that a sign? Like, is it Miami holding out the tickets after June because they think we might be getting messy and we're going to jack up the ticket prices? Like, is that a sign that that's why the tickets are not available yet? I don't know. That, that's, that's an interesting theory, right? Okay, we'll see. We'll see. I had a great time, though. Inter-Miami, they were the only winners this weekend for all of our sports teams. Terrible. Friday night, Heat and Panthers lose. Saturday afternoon, Kane's disaster. Saturday night, Heat lose. Inter-Miami, only team that won this weekend. Terrible sports weekend. So... Let me also start with one more thing before we get to the heat. To add on to a terrible weekend, here's what happened for me. So Friday, Friday afternoon, I get done doing the show. More like Friday morning, I get done doing the show, okay? And actually, I I told you how I wanted to go. I was considering going with my guy Juan, Johnny Cuba, that, that... Juan, that, that's, that's his business, Johnny Cuba. You guys know about Johnny Cuba. Come on. I've been telling you about Johnny Cuba for a while now, right? Johnny Cuba, beer of choice. That's the top beer. That's the, that's the, the show's beer. Johnny Cuba, European roots, Caribbean soul. You know what I'm talking about. A refreshing German lager in a can. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba right now. Your local Sedanos, Presidente, Fresco, we must win Dixie. Go pick up yourself a six-pack. Muy delicioso. All right? You send me a message, you send me the post on Twitter or on Instagram, I put it on my story, I love when you guys are like, yo, Zazzle, I didn't know about Johnny Cuba, it's delicious, I'm like, of course it's delicious, alright? Remember, always drink responsibly, and of course, Johnny Cuba's mantra, stay tranquilo, but I was gonna go with my guy Juan, alright, Johnny Cuba, that's his baby, I was, gonna, I was gonna meet up with my guy Juan Friday night, I wanted to go to the Columbus basketball game, regional finals at FIU Arena, I wanted to go, couldn't though, here's what happened, I had to stay home. End up staying home watching the Panthers and watching the Heat. So it's not that bad. But I had to stay home because listen to this. So Friday after my show. It's like around noon or so. I go take my dogs out back. You know, they go, they're going to do their business. And all of a sudden, my rescue dog, Shaggy, okay? <coughs> We've had him for next, actually, coming up in like a week. We'll have had him for a year. Oh, love him so much. So anyway, we're out back. And I, I see like out of the corner of my eye, I'm standing on the patio and I see Shaggy is chewing on something. He's got something big in his mouth. And, and then as it falls out of his mouth, and then he picks it back up and starts chewing again, I realize, oh, shit. I know exactly what he has in his mouth. It doesn't make any sense that he has it in his mouth. I don't know how he got it, but I know exactly what's in his mouth. 
and I run over to him, and I pry open his mouth, and I pull out this giant chunk, like the size of my four fingers, okay? I pull out, like it was the whole chunk of rat poison. Yeah. Yep. You listen to Ray, like, oh shit, Zazzle, I'm so sorry your dog died. Let me skip to the end of the story. He's fine, and he's going to be fine. I'm not going to hold that part out to you. Let me let, me, let, me let you know, hey, he, he didn't die, all right? He's going to be okay. But he's got a giant chunk. He's got like the full piece of rat poison. We have rat traps in our, in our backyard. They're hidden for the most part. But we have rat traps in our backyard because, uh, yeah, rats. So we need to make sure we don't get them. And in the rat traps, which are, are lock and key, you cannot get in them. And the, the, the rat poison is not supposed to be able to get out because it's like on a bar, you know? The rat eats a chunk and then he runs out of the rat bait, you know, trap or whatever. And then he dies, all right? So anyway, a couple, a few days before that, like two days before that, my younger son found a dead rat in our pool. So disgusting. So he scooped it out, tossed it over the wall, whatever. What must have happened, I'm surmising here, that rat somehow must have gotten the bar of poison off the rail and pulled it out of the trap, which has never happened. It's never, ever happened. And it was left there on the floor, or on on the grass, the ground, dirt, whatever. And Shaggy got it. And he's chewing on it. And so I I pulled it out of his mouth. I pulled out some other chunks. But he definitely ate a bunch. Definitely. Fucking rat poison. So what do I do? I, I bring both dogs in the house. I pick Shaggy up. I run into the car. Now, luckily... I go, to, I go to Embassy Lakes Animal Hospital. Dr. Levin takes very good care. They're literally right across the street from where I live. But I'm speeding out of my neighborhood. I'm speeding through the lights. I'm speeding into the, into the plaza. I'm thinking Shaggy's going to die right here sitting in my car. I was very scared. And so we had to go into the, I, I, I hustle on in there with him. You know, bust through the door. Hi, Shaggy ate rat poison. I have an emergency. Like, oh my God. We bring him in, they inject him with, with the stuff, they give him the IV with the stuff that makes you puke, pukes everywhere, pukes up so much rat poison, we think we got it all, uh, and he was in bad shape, not necessarily from the rat poison, because that would likely take a little bit of time, but he was in bad shape just from, from the medication they gave him to essentially pump his stomach, and then he got some morphine to make him feel a little bit better and slow his stomach down, he was in bad shape for like an hour after that, but now he's on... He's on medication. We had to call the poison control. And ultimately, we're all pretty sure he's going to be okay. Matter of fact, like an hour and a half later, he was fine. All right. But he's on this medication now for the next 21 days. And then we got to do blood tests afterward because the rat poison, it kills the rat by making their blood clot. So we got to do a test on Shaggy afterward to make sure he's not getting any blood clots. And, you know, he's not going to die. But he's okay. I'm looking at him right now. He's, he's totally fine. It was scary at the moment. Like, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, oh my God, am I going to have to tell? My younger son loves that dog so much. I'm going to have to, oh my God, Shaggy, Shaggy's dead. He died. It had been so bad. Not to mention, I was, like, I was upset. You know, I love that dog. Hey, that's my guy. So, yeah. So I ended up staying home the rest of the night because I wanted to make sure that he's all good. He's all good to go. But, freaking rat poison. And by the way, you know, the, uh, you know, it's the, the I, I called the, the pest control, and they were very nice. They, they were very helpful, and they said there's no reason he should be able to get to it. The, the boxes are locked. I go, I know, I know. You guys have had these traps for years. I know. I don't understand. So, you know, it's no one's fault. 
and it, it was just unfortunate. And and he's he's going to be okay. So yeah, that's how my weekend started. And then it was followed up by Panther loss, Heat losses, Hurricanes on on Saturday afternoon. What a disaster that Hurricanes game was. All right, I mean, so so here's the thing with the Canes, right? I've been paying a lot of attention to the Canes lately. I mean, hell, I was talking about that potentially being a number one seed in the NCAA tournament, which by the way can still happen because as I understand, so the Canes lost Saturday. They're up by 23 at halftime, 54-31, I think it was. And, excuse me, oh my god. So, and I I didn't get to see the game because my son had a soccer match. By the way, shout out Weston Select, U14 boys, undefeated over the weekend. They had two regular season games, undefeated in league play actually, but they did get their first win of league play. Four games in, and they finally get a win. It's a very difficult league, they've moved up now. Four games in, they tied the first three games including this past Saturday, it was 2-2. Two to two. May have been a little cheating from the referees. I don't want to get into all that, but it may have been a little bit of cheating from the referees who, who were players when they were younger for the team we were playing against. Very shady situation. So, 2-2, two, two, they tied on Saturday, and on Sunday, yesterday, Weston Select, you 14 boys, 4-2 to two victory over, I forget the name of the team, Ives Estates, maybe? <coughs> Could that be what they're called? I don't know, I don't even know where they were from. So, they get their first win of the regular season. They're 1-0-3 now. Hey, undefeated in four games in a very difficult league. I'm really proud of those boys and my son. And my son had a great save yesterday, too. Anyway, he had a couple a couple good saves, but one of them was amazing. So anyway, on, on Saturday afternoon, I get back, I check the score of the Kings. I go, what, what the hell happened? They were up big, and they lost at the buzzer. So you get the three-pointer in the corner, then you get a heave just, just over half court. It's good, FSU. And it's like, holy shit. So the Canes, after all this hard work, they control their own destiny. Win the final two games of the season, both at home. You're the ACC regular season champions. You'll obviously be the one seed going into the ACC tournament. And they lose to FSU, blowing a 23-point lead. (coughs) Later that afternoon, Virginia loses. Huge. Huge. So... The Canes now, from what I understand, I don't know how the tie breaks works because now the Canes, Pittsburgh has two games still. The Canes only have one, and it's Pittsburgh at home next weekend. So if the Canes, if Pittsburgh wins during the week and then the Canes beat Pitt on Saturday, they have the same record in the ACC and they're head-to-head 1-1. I don't know how the tie break works after that, but apparently the Canes still control their own destiny because of the Virginia loss. So it would appear that the Canes win the final game of the season, win on Saturday at home against Pitt, and they're the ACC regular season champions. They were a, a beast. Uh, no, it wasn't BC. I forget who beat them on Saturday. It was a, yeah, maybe UNC. It was a gift that they were given with Virginia losing on Saturday, later Saturday afternoon. So the Canes still with a really good shot to win the ACC regular season championship. They get lucky there, obviously. I mean, they like like they blew it, you know. They blew they, you blow a twenty three point lead. You deserve to lose that game, even though it was in crazy fashion. So that's disappointing. Speaking of disappointing, first of all, you heard me talking about Shaggy getting sick and and, and the rat poison. If you're not feeling well, you guys know I'm sending. I, I'm I'm making you call Doctors on Call three sixty five. 
Doctors on Call 365, South Florida's Urgent Care that comes to you, one of our OG sponsors here on Zaslow Show 2.0. If you're a fan of Zaslow Show 2.0, you got to be a fan of our sponsors. And here's the thing, Doctors on Call 365, their entire MO, they want to make you feel better. If you're sick, if you have a fever, if you got something going on, Doctors on Call 365 is coming to your home to treat you. That's right. Treat children, adults, elderly, minor illnesses, minor injuries. If you need a COVID test, flu test, strep test, you need vitamin therapy, IV fluids, you need x-rays, or you need a prescription filled or refilled. That's right. Doctors on Call 365, South Florida's Urgent Care, that comes to you, your home, your office, wherever you're at. If you call your regular doctor, you say, okay, we got an appointment in three weeks. I'm sick right now. Doctors on Call 365 is serving all of Broward County, Miami-Dade County, Southern Palm Beach as well. If you're not feeling well, get on the phone. 786-577-9302. Doctors on Call 365.com. Again, 786-577-9302. So coming up, <clears throat> I'm going to give you a full rundown of the week that weekend that was in the NBA. I mean, by the way, spoiler alert, Damian Lillard last night. Holy shit. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The heat, though. Holy shit, right? The Heat. Friday night. We're all excited. We're ready for the Heat to get back in action. They're at Milwaukee. Giannis, he may not play. Well, Giannis did play. He left the game after six minutes. And he never returned. You got the debut of Kevin Love. He went scoreless in his debut, but right in the starting lineup. Which I told you, I didn't expect him to be right in the starting lineup. But it shouldn't be more than a couple games. What are we waiting for? Let's go. So the coach clearly felt the same way. Let's go. Kevin Love in the starting lineup. He went scoreless on Friday night, and the Heat lost by 29. They got killed by the Bucs. It was, it, was, it was embarrassing. What are you going to do? And, it, and the reason it's embarrassing, it's not so much embarrassing that, you know, they lost by so many points. I mean, it's the Bucs. Okay, but coming out of the break, should be well-rested, ready to go. It's the second, second half. It's the second part of the season because it's post-All-Star break. And that's the effort that we get? All right, fine. We're back at it Saturday in Charlotte. That was pathetic. Saturday night, the Heat are trailing the Hornets at one point, I think by 17, maybe even more. Then they wind up getting back in. It's a little bit back and forth. Charlotte winds up winning by five. He had a big game from Jimmy Butler. Big game from Tyler Hero. Bam struggled. He had a weird game. And you really didn't get... Oh, Kevin Love had a double-double, 13 points and 13 rebounds. He gave you exactly what you're looking for. Quick outlet passes, rebounding. 
He hit a few threes. He's stretching the floor a little bit. I loved what I saw from Kevin Love. He's given you already exactly what you're hoping for. So I think the Heat fan likes what you saw there. But losing to the Hornets, that's freaking pathetic. That team sucks, man. And now you look, okay, you look at the standings. We were talking not too long ago, right? When the Heat had that game against Brooklyn. Oh, it's a major opportunity for the Heat to get back in the mix here. You know, you win this game against Brooklyn, you pull within a half game in the standings of number five. Number five? The Heat are going to have a hard time catching New York now for number six. The Heat are seventh, and they're two and a half games back of New York at number six. Also two and a half games back of Brooklyn. If Brooklyn's going to slide. That team sucks. I told you. They, they, it's struggle city right now for the Brooklyn Nets. But I told you. Everyone's like, oh, look at all these good players. These are all, they're really good role players. You got a team full of really good role players. That's a terrible team. If you have all role players, it's a really bad team. So Brooklyn is going to continue to drop. New York's going to wind up passing them. So can Miami get back to six? Their best chance might be just to catch Brooklyn because New York has won five in a row while the Heat have lost four in a row. And don't look now, the Hawks right behind Miami are one game back of the Heat, and the Hawks are going to be motivated now because they just hired Quinn Snyder over the weekend. And here's the thing. You go back a couple years ago, and, and what's his name? Uh, uh, Lloyd Pierce was fired in the middle of the season. Animosity with Trey Young, right? This year, Nate McMillan fired in the middle of the season. Animosity with Trey Young. You're going to get a Trey Young that is best behavior now because otherwise everyone knows, hey, man, you're a coach killer. You're really difficult. You're, and, and by the way, Trey Young yesterday, we'll, we'll get to that coming up. The Hawks are going to play better this last part of the season. If the Heat are not careful, they're going to get passed by the Hawks. But just catching number six, New York now. And you got three games coming up against the Knicks. Like, that's going to have to be the way that the Heat do it. But forget about, you know, forget about what the Knicks look like, the Hawks look like, the Nets look like. The Heat right now, you've never seen a team that is worse shooting the three than your Miami Heat. It's nonstop open looks. They get great looks. And for me, it's like, I just, I got to cross my, like, I'm just hoping that, because it doesn't make sense. They were one of the best teams last year from three. This year, they suck. And I'm just holding out where, all right, maybe things will level out when we get to the playoffs and they'll wind up, you know, uh, you know, Water always comes back to its level. The great Tony Fiorentino used to say that. Maybe Water will come back to its level by the time we get to the playoffs and the Heat will be a good three-point shooting team again because how can they continue to miss these looks? Now, part of the reason that they're missing some of these looks is you have the wrong guy shooting them. Victor Oladipo should not be shooting threes. Oladipo, like I know Oladipo right now, probably because Lowry's out, although uh, unfortunately he looks like he's going to be back tonight. Oladipo's been kind of the whipping boy the last couple of games. He's been terrible. And you know, I like Victor Oladipo. 0 for 5 on Saturday night. Oladipo's shot selection sucks. He should be primarily a defender and a guy who gets at the basket. Oladipo should not be shooting three-pointers. He should not be shooting long twos. He is not the player that he was. At least, at least not right now he's not. He should be attacking the basket and doing his thing on defense. But Victor Oladipo, off the dribble, gets a screen, shoots a three. It's the worst kind of shot. He looks terrible out there. 
Unfortunately, Lowry looks like he's going to return tonight. Now, this will be interesting. I love what Gabe Vincent gives the team in the starting lineup, and I don't have the numbers with me, but Gabe Vincent with those guys, I'm pretty sure the numbers are good. And I know, because we spoke to Tom Haberstroh, Metalark Media, about it last week, the Heat's numbers when Kyle Lowry is in the game with Bam, Hero, Butler, terrible. They're so much better without him. So, I mean, Coach Spo, I'm not going to say it's a drastic move putting Love in the starting lineup, but Coach Spo knows, hey, this is crunch time. We got to get this thing going now. He put Kevin Love right away in the starting lineup. Who cares about feelings? Caleb Martin didn't do anything wrong. Who cares about feelings? And this was what Kevin Love saying. He doesn't care about starting or sitting, whatever. Coach put him in the starting lineup right away. Because why wait? Why wait? I'm hoping we get the same attitude tonight with Lowry. Lowry's been out forever. Why wouldn't he be rusty? Why would we expect him to be a better better version of the guy that we just saw? He's been awful since the postseason last year. Lowry should be coming off the bench tonight. Vincent should remain in the starting lineup. Lowry, you want to give him 12, 15 minutes max off the bench? I guess I'll have to live with it. I'd rather him get no minutes. But this is going to be telling tonight what what the Heat... I mean, Jimmy Butler after the game on Saturday night, I'm tired of losing. I love that. I love you, Jimmy. I love that. Get mad, man. And, and, if, and if, we're, if we're actually tired of losing, there's no reason for Lowry to be back in the starting lineup. Because one, there's no reason to believe he's going to be effective, especially coming off of the rust. And two, let, he's been bad. Let him work his way back with the second group and prove that he should get minutes. He hasn't earned anything with this team. This team owes him nothing except that $28 million every season, unfortunately. Team owes him nothing otherwise. He should come off the bench tonight. We'll see if Spoh's... We'll see if Spoh pulls the trigger on that. So, that's something interesting to look for tonight as far as how they use Lowry. I think there's a real chance that Lowry comes off the bench. I think Kevin Love being inserted right away into the starting lineup is a good sign that the coach is trying new things. We, we, got, we got to get this thing going. Now, if they're not... Tonight they're in Philly who's coming off a, a very a brutal loss. The Heat have lost four in a row. Look at this gauntlet they have coming up. F- at Philly tonight, and then they begin a six-game homestand, which starts with Philly. So you got two straight against Philly. Then they have New York. Then back-to-back Atlanta, back-to-back Cleveland. If the Heat are not... And that's right. It's Atlanta home, Atlanta home, Cleveland home, Cleveland home. Very strange. I like it, though. If the Heat are not careful, this thing will spiral. They've lost four in a row. And before you look up, if you lose to Philly twice, now you're talking six in a row. And next up, you got New York, who right now has won five in a row. And you got an Atlanta team that might be rejuvenated. And then you got Cleveland, who's also ahead of you in the standings. If the Heat are not careful, this thing could totally spiral. You think I need that shit in my life? Come on. I get that dub tonight. If they're not careful, things are going to get ugly. And it's got to start tonight in Philly. Like, it, it, it would be a bad road trip, obviously. One and two. But if you win the last game in Philly, you look past it. You'll feel okay about it. So, 
I mean, it, it's hard times, Daddy. Hard times for the Heat right now. And the Panthers, too, for that matter. We'll get to the Panthers coming up. Here's what I want to do, though. You know, on Mondays, we used to do our full NFL rundown, our full NFL recap. That's always brought to us by Brunt Insurance. Brunt Insurance, if you're looking for homeowner's insurance, you need car insurance, you need financial services, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services from Pensacola to the Keys and beyond. Brunt Insurance is delivering you comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. At Brunt Insurance on social media, BruntInsurance.com. Make sure your home is protected. You got a leak, flood, roof, whatever kind of damage you may have going on in your home right now. I mean, you're going to go bankrupt if you got to pay for it all yourself. That's why you have insurance. You got to make sure that you're covered. The market's confusing out there, so you can't just go to Google and say insurance. No, no, no. Let Greg Brunt and his team at Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff. They know the area. Because like I told you, Pensacola to the Keys and beyond. If you need affordable care that offers the best coverage, not just your home, but auto, motorcycle, or boat, yeah, Brunt Insurance, 954-589-2204. That's the right call. I'm telling you, when it comes to home, renters, condo insurance, there's so much out there, you don't want to get caught with the wrong insurance. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. And our NBA rundown is brought to us by Brunt Insurance. Let's get to it. Come on now. So we'll start things out. I'll give you the big news, the big stories, the big moments from your NBA weekend. Again, brought to us by Brunt Insurance, bruntinsurance.com. Saturday night, the Knicks won their fifth consecutive game, 128-106 over New Orleans. Memphis had a real good win over Denver, 112-94. I still think Denver is going to wind up running away with this Western Conference. The Nuggets are now five and a half up after Memphis picked up a game. The Nuggets are still five and a half ahead. They're going to have home court advantage. And here's the thing, home court advantage throughout the postseason, and that's also important depending on if they can wind up getting home court in the NBA Finals. you got the thin air in Denver. That's a big deal right there. This is a big deal or not a big deal, but that would be a big deal. Anyway, the big game. On Saturday, Boston, 110-107 win over Philadelphia. The game was tied. Wild finish. Pass Tatum. Tatum puts up a three. Bang! Jason Tatum from downtown. 1.3 remaining. No timeouts left for Philadelphia. Embiid clearly, well, not clearly, you look at the replay, it was very, very close. But Embiid knew he didn't get it off in time. He was walking off the court even before the officials were checking the replay. Tatum gets the three there, you heard the bang. Mike Breen on the call, and Philly winds up coming up short. I feel feel like Joel Embiid's got a little bit of Patrick Ewing in him. I feel like Embiid never wins the big games. Anyway, Boston gets a real good statement. Win there, 110-107 over Philadelphia. The Sixers are four back of first place Boston. They had a chance to cut it to two if they would have won that game. On Sunday, Milwaukee, real good win over Phoenix, 104-101. It's looking like Durant is going to debut on Wednesday for Phoenix. I believe they're playing Charlotte. 
Milwaukee, they're just a half game back of Boston for first in the East. Milwaukee has won 14 in a row. I mean, win number, what are we talking? 13 was against Miami. Atlanta, fresh off of Nate McMillan being fired. Quinn Snyder, I suppose, will debut this week as the coach. Atlanta, a 129-127 win over Brooklyn. Trey Young had the ball. Closing seconds, tie game. Five seconds, he comes over the top line at four. Trey looking to drive. Game time. Shoots. Hits it! Despite a rear contest from Spencer Dinwoody, Trey Young hits the game winner. What a shot. Yeah, look, that Brooklyn team sucks. You can get excited. Mikel Bridges, he's he's a good player. Uh, They got a bunch of real good role players. You can't win with a team full of role players. That team sucks. I think they're going to slide into the play-in. They're eight games over 500 right now. Uh, the Heat are number seven, of course. They're two and a half back of Brooklyn, who's number five. I think Brooklyn is going to slide down into that play-in. The Lakers were down 27 points. First team this year to come back and win from down 27. Anthony Davis, he would hit a huge shot late. The Lakers would hang on to win 111-108. Things not going great with Kyrie Irving. Luka Doncic, they're losing a bunch of games with those two. Here's the Mavericks head coach, Jason Kidd, after the game. Yeah, I'm not the savior here. I'm not playing. I'm watching, just like you guys. And as us, as a team, we got to mature. And, uh, you know, we got a lot of new bodies coming back. And we got we have to grow up if we want to win a championship. There's no young team that's ever won a championship, uh, mentally or physically. And so um, just to see how we could respond, um, again, two and a half quarters, we're playing at a high level on both ends, uh, offensively and defensively. But what the Lakers just showed us is that it's not its not a race. It's not the rabbit who wins. It's the turtle. And, and they, they work the game. And, and that's where we have to get to. We have to get better at working the game, and uh, we will. So there you go. You get... Dallas with uh, another loss. Excuse me. Uh, Dallas with another loss. This time blowing a 27-point lead. Jason Kidd afterward, obviously frustrated. And, yeah, I don't know what else to add there. I mean, uh, you know, Irving and Luka, I I love seeing it not work. Obviously, I want nothing but bad things for Kyrie Irving. And uh, and there you go. So hopefully it ends up being a disaster. You know, Kyrie was a disaster upon leaving Cleveland. He was a disaster upon leaving Boston. He was a disaster upon leaving Brooklyn. But Dallas looks like, yeah, we're going to be good. Okay, okay, we'll see. Finally, uh, two more games, excuse me. Denver, 134-124 win yesterday over the Clippers. Good bounce back to them. That's a very good win over the Clippers, who right now are number five in the Western Conference. They're a half game back of Phoenix for that fourth and final play-in spot. How about, a, uh, excuse me, a home court advantage spot? How about Sacramento? Just entrenched in that number three spot. They're three games up on number four Phoenix. Like, Sacramento, they're not going anywhere. Finally, though, the big news of the weekend, the big story of the weekend, Portland and Houston, you didn't think that would be a, a game that anyone would care about. Well, what if Damian Lillard becomes the eighth player in the history of the league to score 70-plus. Gives it back to Grant. Dame will sprint out on the sideline to get the rock. High dribble into the lane, running right-hander up and in. Damian Lillard with that runner. 71 points, a career high. So Damian Lillard last night, 71 points on 13, uh, excuse me, 22 for 38 overall. 13 for 22 from three. 14 for 14 from the free throw line. 71 becomes just the eighth player, excuse me, in the history of the NBA 
to score 71. Uh, score 70. Second player this year to score 70. We'll see if I can name them. Player to score 70. Will Chamberlain. Kobe Bryant. Those are the two highest. Then you have David Robinson when he was going for the scoring title against Shaq on the last day of the season. He just took every shot. I think he scored 72. You got Donovan Mitchell this year. You got Damian Lillard this year. Devin Booker a few years ago. That's six. I don't know the other two. So I got six right there off the top of my head. But how about, I mean, you don't score that many points. Like, 70 is a crazy number. Had two guys do it this year. It's, I mean, that's how the league is now. Lots of three-pointers, very quick pace. I'm not going to say it doesn't mean anything, because scoring 71 is crazy. It's obviously amazing. And and it's not like it was a, you know, 50-point blowout. I mean, it, it, Trailblazers won by 17. All right, it's not crazy. But, yeah, I mean, the score... Like, a guy scores 50 now, you don't even you don't even bat not. 70's crazy. But a guy scores 50, it's... Yeah, all right. It's a Wednesday in the NBA. Kind of weird. Anyway, there you have it. Those are the big stories from the NBA this weekend. That is our full weekend NBA rundown brought to us by Brunt Insurance. I've been using Greg Brunt and his team at Brunt Insurance for about 10 years now. They cover my home. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. So tonight you got the Heat back in action there in Philadelphia. It feels like a game that the Heat have to have. I mean, you make these moves, you know, pick up Love, you pick up Zeller. Uh, your main guys are healthy. We're in the last stretch of the season. You're about to lose five in a row tonight. And then while you come home for a six-game homestand, this homestand's no joke. I already gave you the teams. Philadelphia, New York, Atlanta twice, Cleveland twice. Very difficult homestand. So this is no joke tonight for the Heat. You got you to win this game tonight. I don't need this shit in my life. Five-game losing streak. And we're about to get into March. Sit in seventh place in the East. Anyway, before we get to big deal or not a big deal, there was big NFL news this weekend, or at least as far as the Dolphins go. Byron Jones. So Byron Jones, we all know, in the preseason, uh, uh, training camp preseason, Byron Jones was on pace to be ready for the start of the regular season. That's what the coach kept saying. No updates, no updates. He's on pace, confident he'll be ready for the start of the season. Someone was lying. It was likely the coach. But someone was lying for us to get from no reason to believe Byron Jones is not going to be ready for the start of the season to he never plays, and we get to him tweeting out on Saturday this. So Byron Jones quote tweeted a tweet from the NFL Combine in 2015 calling Byron Jones Mr. Broad Jump. So he was spectacular at the Combine. And Byron Jones quote tweeted that on Saturday saying, much has changed in eight years. Today, I can't run or jump because of my injuries sustained playing this game. Do not take the pills they give you. Do not take the injections they give you. If you absolutely must, consult an outside doctor to learn the long-term implications. Okay, a couple things. To what I was just saying, if he can't run or jump, Why were we continuing to be told he was going to be ready to play at the start of the season? So like I said, someone was lying. 
Number two. And hey, I mean, you know, it's it's a sad situation for Byron Jones if this is the case. It sounds like he's retired. Like, that's he's retiring, right? Although later I saw tweets saying that he's not officially retiring. I mean, that, that sounds like he's retiring. And he did, by the way. He added, uh, and, and let me add uh, another part of the tweet. He then finished off the next tweet, said, It was an honor and privilege to play in the NFL, but came at a regrettable cost I did not foresee. In my opinion, no amount of professional success or financial gain is worth avoidable chronic pain and disabilities. Godspeed to the draft class of 2023. That sounds like a player who's retiring. I mean, if he's saying that it isn't worth it, good luck to the next group of players who are coming into the league, but he's not retiring. That, that It sounds like he just retired. But anyway, here's the part that, like, yes, I mean, you feel bad for Byron Jones if he can't run or jump anymore, but this isn't 1970. This isn't 1980. This isn't even 1990. We are in a day and age with football, with sports, but especially football and medicine where did Byron Jones not know the risks of entering the NFL in 2015? Because we knew in 2015 all of the risks. I mean, I feel like we always knew, but we really know all the risks of playing professional football. Was Byron Jones not aware? Because this was a choice he made. He chose to come to the league. He didn't know players get injured. He didn't know that that you're, you know, they're going to give you pills or injections or what have you. And, like, it's how this game, it's how this violent, brutal game works, which all of us are aware of now and have been aware of. And no one forced you to play. So, I understand, like, the guys with the head injuries, and not even just head injuries, who are old men now. They're in their 50s, 60s, 70s, and, like, man. Like, they just, we, we, we just didn't know the effects of football. We know all of the effects now. We know all of this. So, I, I mean, Byron Jones is saying it was an honor and a privilege to play in the NFL but it came at a regrettable cost I did not foresee. Byron, like, what didn't you know? No one forced you to play football. And it's a super violent game which can create injuries that affect you the rest of your life. Byron doesn't know this. We all know this, right? So it's weird to me. I don't know. Like, he's playing the victim here. And I guess he is the victim, right? But... It's not like we, we don't have this information. It's not like we didn't know what's going on. So, that's it, weird to me. It's also weird that he's not officially retired. That sounds like a retirement to me. Anyway. So, there you go. You had a little bit of Dolphin news over the weekend. But overall, terrible sports weekend. The Heat lose twice. The Panthers lose 3-1 on Friday. And by the way, the Panthers are now way behind again. The, the Panthers were first place of the two wildcard spots for like three hours last week. And now they're, they're way down the list again. Really behind. They play Tampa. Play Tampa tomorrow. The Heat lose a couple times. The Panthers lose. The Hurricanes lose. But they're lucky they still control their own fate because Virginia lost. Inter-Miami's the one that saved us. Oh, and by the way, Major League Baseball? Yo! I love that clock. If you have not... If you haven't seen what's going on with Major League Baseball, 
if you haven't seen the clock, okay, so the pitchers, they have to pitch within 15 seconds. The batters, they have to be in the box and looking at the pitcher ready to go by eight seconds. Or it's a strike on the pitch on the batter. If the pitcher's not ready, it's a ball on the pitcher. And I'm gonna tell you something. These players, they're gonna learn. They're gonna learn. You're gonna get the kinks out here in the in the spring training. You go learn. There was a game over the weekend. The pitcher, it was a, a a two-two count, I believe it was. He's doing all the bullshit with his his glove and the ball, and he's flipping it. He's touching here and he's touching there. Hey, ball three. You took too long, player. I mean, and then a different game. I think it was the Red Sox, and I forget who. It may have been bases loaded, but it was bottom of the ninth inning, tie game, full count. The batter was not looking at the pitcher by eight seconds. Umpire steps out from behind home plate. Strike three. Game over. Because they do ties in spring training. They don't go to extra innings. Strike three. The game ended on a cold strike three by the umpire for the batter not being ready. Now, I don't want to see that in the, in the regular season. And I don't think we will see that in the regular season. Because for the next month, go and learn. The pitchers and the batters, they're going to have it figured out. They're going to get all these kinks out now, and you're going to be used to it by the time the regular season starts. But you're going to learn. We're speeding this thing up. And it's not like, oh, this isn't baseball. No, no, no. Go back and watch what baseball looked like in the 80s. Go back and watch what it looked like in the 80s. These guys were pitching, get the ball back, pitch again, get the ball back, pitch again. The batteries, he's barely stepping out of the box back and it was, it was smooth. The game is going to start, because of that clock, the game is going to start to look like what it used to look like. And you're all going to like it. It's going to be so much better. It's so much quicker. I like the shift. Guess what's happening now? Oh, or, I mean, no shift. Now you got singles. Now you got guys who are pulling the ball where they want to pull it. You got guys running around the bases now. Let, let's get back to what baseball is supposed to look like. These, these pitchers and these batters, go learn. And now it's just spring training. But I saw some stat the other day. The average time Major League Baseball game last year was like three hours and nine minutes. And through the first couple days of spring training games were two hours and 33 minutes. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. I love it. This player's going to learn. We're going to get back to some action. Faster pace. Let's get some running around the bases again. Not everything needs to be uh, home runs and strikeouts. Let's get back to, to a game that's watchable. So I was very encouraged by what I saw over the weekend. Hey, if you're looking for a fun place to go hang out on the beach, you want to come back in, get some drinks, get some food, you know my spot's Briny Irish Pub. Briny Irish Pub, Pompano Beach. You got live music seven days a week. Briny Hour, that's happy hour, 4 p.m. every weekday, including today. You got live music getting going tonight at 6 p.m., all right? And it's Monday. means you got Monday night prime rib special. You want a place to watch the heat game? Go park behind the Briny, by the way. World's greatest upscale dive bar. Atlantic Boulevard all the way to the Atlantic, but park behind the Briny because they will validate your tag. Take a picture of your tag, show it to your server. You will not have to pay for parking. Go walk around the beach. You dip back in. All kinds of craft beers. Craft beers on tap. Like I said, Monday night, get yourself prime rib. Prime rib special tonight. Watch the heat game. Enjoy some live music. Briny Pub Pompano on Twitter, at Briny Pub Pompano. Briny Irish Pub Pompano Beach, you know that's my spot. World's greatest upscale dive bar. 
Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Come on. You know what I'm talking about on a Monday. Big deal or not a big deal. Here's what we got first up for you guys. So, the Marlins are in spring training action, of course. The Marlins were taking on the Mets yesterday. Now, we know that the New York Mets, their color analyst, all-time great first baseman, Keith Hernandez. Well, Keith Hernandez was going over the Marlins' defensive alignments, and I I I don't know if he said Jazz Chisholm's name right. You've got De La Cruz and Sanchez returning in the corner outfield positions. They can play all over. Uh, Chaz Chisholm is going to uh, Chisholm is going to start in center field. Yeah, that's not his name, Keith. It, it, like, look, I don't, it's a family program. I'm not going to say it. That's not his name. Come on, Keith. That, that, that's disgusting. You got kids watching. Get control of yourself here. That's a big deal right there. You got kids watching. They don't know what that word is. Now they're saying their parents. What's Chisholm? What? No, Keith. Come on, man. Big deal or not a big deal. Uh, Sunday afternoon, because they were in, uh, they were overseas. They were in Saudi. I think they were in Dubai. Jake Paul, Tommy Fury. My son and I, we watched this fight illegally, of course. My son and I, we watched this fight on Sunday afternoon. Uh, this fight sucks. Boxing stinks. It's all hugging and grabbing and clutching. Boxing sucks. I like Jake Paul. I wanted Jake Paul to win, but he definitely lost this fight. He ended up knocking down Tommy Fury in the final round. It wasn't enough. It was a split decision. One judge had. Uh, Jake Paul by a point. The other two judges had Tommy Fury by three points, even though Jake Paul had at least one 10-8 round, including that eighth and final round because he knocked him down. But how about Jake Paul giving that respect after the fight? Oh, we just said respect. You know, that that was a good war, a good fight. Um, he was impressed by my skill. He said, look, I've been doing this since six years old, and you've been doing it for three years, um, and, and you put up a war. So... You know, it, it was cool. I, I love the sport for this reason, right? You can be enemies beforehand and saying all this crazy stuff. And then when you beat the blood out of each other at the end of the day, there's just respect there. And that's why this sport's so yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm going not a big deal because while I like watching the Paul brothers, I mean, Logan Paul is amazing in WWE. I'm a big fan. And I like watching Jake Paul because at least it adds a little bit of spice to boxing. Because boxing sucks. But... Now what? Like, the whole deal was Jake Paul is going to start fighting real boxers. And while, excuse me, while Tommy Fury is a real boxer, from what I understand, he's not very good. And it's why most everyone was picking Jake Paul. And then Jake Paul lost to this guy. In a fight, he definitely lost. And it wasn't a good fight. I don't know where we go from here because the whole uh, allure was, who's going to be the guy to shut up Jake Paul? Well, this guy. Now what? So, I'm going not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. Speaking of spring training. So, yesterday in a spring training game, or over the weekend, the Cardinals spring training, their manager, uh, Oliver Marmol, he came to home plate before the game started to shake home plate umpire C.B. Buckner's hand. How you doing? Let's have a good game. Buckner refused to shake his hand. Refused. Apparently, there was some type of incident last year, and Buckner can't get over it. So... Marmol, after the game, said he's not surprised, a terrible umpire. He has no class as a man. MLB is looking into the situation. They're investigating. Now, if you're the umpire, C.B. Buckner, you can't behave this way. I do want to point out, you don't know what the argument was last year where he threw Marmol out of the game. Like, maybe Marmol told him, you're a piece of shit, your mother's a whore. Like, I wouldn't want to shake his hand the next time I saw him either. We don't know what was said. But 
it doesn't matter. Because if you're the umpire, if you're supposed to uphold the integrity of the game, if you're supposed to be fair and unbiased, you, you can't, nothing personal can come in the way of any of that. And now, every time C.B. Buckner is doing one of their games, I'll be watching thinking he has it out for that team. So this is a major problem. And I would say C.B. Buckner likely needs to be suspended. That's a big deal. Finally, got one more for you here. Big deal or not a big deal? 11 years ago, yesterday, yesterday, you had one of the all-time greatest celebratory clips. Pete Weber, Hall of Fame bowler. That's right, bowling. Everybody knows PDW, Pete Weber. He, he won some kind of championship 11 years ago yesterday, and you had maybe the most famous championship celebration of all time. Strike to claim it. A strike to claim it. And he got it! Yes! Unbelievable clip. Who do you think you are? I am. A a, a line that lives in infamy. Now, we did find out. Now, this is a big deal. I love that clip. We did find out years later that he got tongue-tied. He got his words twisted. Apparently, someone in the crowd, he was saying it to someone in the crowd because someone in the crowd was, like, rooting for the other guy, was saying he's the best. And, and, And Pete Weber meant to say something like, who do you think you're, you are rooting for him? I'm the best. And instead he said, who do you think you are? I am. Which makes no sense. Who do you think you are? I am. Oh, I love it. So that's a big deal. Anytime we could revisit the great PDW, Pete Weber, who do you think you are? I am. We're having a good start today. And that right there is another edition A big deal or not a big deal. Yes. Excellent job. Excellent job by everybody involved with the show today. Putting together a great show, getting the week started for y'all. So I had a great time with Inter-Miami this weekend. My son's soccer team, West Select U14 boys, very pleased with that. Uh, My dog Shaggy, he's going to be okay, even though he ate rat poison. Pretty sure we're taking care of it. He's good. Appreciate everyone with good wishes. If you're listening to that right now, like, oh, Zazlo, I hope he's okay. Thank you. I know you're all thinking that. I appreciate you. Is it possible? Can we start the show tomorrow feeling good about a heat win tonight and then looking forward to a Panther-Lightning matchup? Let's get a huge two points there on the ice as well. Is that possible? Can we possibly feel that way tomorrow morning? Well, make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff. Tell your friends, tell your family about Zazlo Show 2.0. You can always hit me up at Zazlo Show on Twitter. You guys know that. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Zazlo Show 2.0. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. 
You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. You know, when my wife and I became homeowners, I mean, keeping the Zaslow Mansion safe, that's not an easy task unless you call Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. If you're looking for affordable care that offers the best coverage for your home, your motorcycle, your car, your boat, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, their team has the expertise and experience to find the right coverage for you, including comprehensive policies for both trailers and motorhomes. Let their team help you learn more about your policy options so you can make an informed decision that's not going to keep you up at night. Bruntinsurance.com. When it comes to home, renters, and condo insurance, your options, hey, it, it, it can be dizzying. Don't worry, they specialize in making the confusing crystal clear with their fully licensed team helping you along every step of the way. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.